Anyway, the low road. Oh, boy. All right. Everybody ready to roll? Yes. <sighs> I suppose. Profound sigh. <laughs> this was well, a Bob Forward. I'm sorry. Yeah, Bob Forward, I know. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Beast Wars podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. I'm Alex. I'm David. Oh, this episode. Yep. It's the day has come. We knew that this would come when we started this. Wait, is it the day when we switched to disc four of the Shout Factory set? Yes, yes it, is. it is. I had to get up. I know. Me. Hey, I injured my foot yesterday, so oh, that's dude. actually a pretty big deal. Well, it may have been the least. It may have only been the second most painful thing that will happen to you this weekend because today we watched The Low Road. Yeah, that was some insult to injury there. First aired February tenth, nineteen ninety seven. Written by series co-creator Bob Forward and uh, directed by Jay Falconer. Thanks, Bob. This is, you know, Thanks, Bob. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm goofing on, but I enjoyed this episode. I did too. I was surprised. It but is I really did. super dumb. I, well, I was going to save this for the end, but yeah, I liked it. <laughs> it it definitely embraces its humor. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say that it. it some point at BotCon, Bob Forward was totally unapologetic of, about this episode. He stood by this episode. Well, Why wouldn't would you? Him? You know, this isn't the kind of episode you produce by accident. No. <laughs> this this is episode, it's the kind of episode where you start from a, a climactic concept and work your way back. Yeah. yeah. He does a very good job of working his way back, though, because... He actually manages to build an episode where ending in a giant fart joke makes sense. Yes. And seems yeah. appropriate. And I, I just really wish that I had, you know, if there was some sort of behind-the-scenes Beast Wars documentary, I'd really love it to be during the production of this episode. Yeah. yeah. How does the call to Hasbro go? How are the <laughs> voice actors reacting when they're getting the script? I bet Scott McNeil loved it. I bet oh, Richard sure. Newman loved it. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm almost certain Gary Chalk loved it. <laughs> yes. Even David Kay, I would imagine, to have fun. Oh, yeah, let's go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So we open outside the Axelon, and there are some super fast-growing vines. Uh, this is not some evil plot. They're just wild bean vines. And these are some giant beans. I mean, if you assume the, the Beast Wars pe- characters seem to be about human size... And these beans are like potatoes. They're big of, potatoes. Yeah, they're they're like, the size of a humanoid kidney. Also, yeah. beans, well, beans, I mean, the musical fruit. The more you eat, the more you toot. Yeah. I mean, are, I mean maybe though the brown things are the bean pods. Maybe. Maybe. I think they're just the beans. I mean, that, even if so, that's a huge ass bean pod. Yeah. Yeah. It's just well, it's it's this planet that's not Earth, but it is again giving us weird plants. That never existed. I mean, maybe giant prehistoric vi- beans existed. 
Apparently, giant prehistoric snakes existed, so I'm not ruling out giant beans. Yeah, but giant snakes are real. We'll have to ask Ellie Sadler. Yes. Everyone's favorite paleobotanist. Well, she's certainly my favorite paleobotanist. Oh, yeah. Laura Dern. Yay. I'm sorry, what were we talking about? I was thinking of Laura Dern. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> Me too. Beans. Yes. So many beans. So, apparently these could provide cover for the Predacons, even though the Predacons are not really big on the sneak attacks, but whatever. So, Rattrap and Dinobot have to go and cut them down. Yeah. I, I'm going to guess from this scene and from everything else, I'm going to guess that it was really probably just an excuse to get Rat Trap and Dinobot out of the base. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very possibly. You know, why because don't you guys cut cut down those vines outside? Just yeah. And Dinobot turns out to be very well suited for this because he's, he's got perfect. that big uh yeah, he's got the, the weed whacker. Yeah, the rotate yeah. blade is a giant lawnmower. Yes, and he is using it as such. Unfortunately uh, Rat Trap just has to borrow one of Primal Swords. Yeah. Yep. Well you can this see that. Like, I don't even have anything to cut things with. And Primal's just like, here. Take this. Go outside. Get out. I'm even imagining Dinobot having spent, like, the past two weeks complaining about this to Optimus. And Optimus saying, no, you're being stupid. (laughs) And then finally relenting and letting him go out and do it. And then insisting on sending Rat Trap out with him after Dinobot was like, it's more than a one-person job. <laughs> and then Dirk Dinobot bends over and we get an ass shot. Well, yeah. I mean, it makes sense that this the climax of this episode depends on butts, so obviously the inciting incident should also be Yeah, butts. It, it's foreshadowing of a butt by letting us see Dinobot's tailbone. Bone. Yep. <laughs> ah. And Rattrap decides to then hit one of those beans <laughs> into his butt hard enough that he falls down. These are gigantic beans. Well, they're, big, they're, they're yeah. bigger than Rat Trap's fist. So there's a Scott McNeil fight. Yep. Yes. Yep. Because this episode is just Scott McNeil yelling at himself. Yeah, that's it. So this is the start of a Scott McNeil fight that does not end until next episode. <laughs> and it it was clarified at BotCon that Scott McNeil actually did these. Whenever he had a scene like this where he was more than one character, he just did them in real time. He didn't That's like impressive. pause and have multiple takes. He just and and the other voice actors were just like, "Yep, all right, we're gonna get some lines someday." <laughs> so he he was just imagine this, you know. Long-haired Canadian guy in a flannel shirt with the sleeves ripped off. And a cowboy hat. Yes, and a cowboy hat bickering with himself like this and just switching back and forth between places. And and that was pretty much what was going on. It's brilliant. And unfortunately, they've taken, they've chosen a really bad time to do this because there are Predacons on their way. And Rhinox can't turn on Sentinel because Rattrap and Dinobot are outside. And even though they're telling them to get inside, they can't stop fighting. They're out there having a gay wrestling fight. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty gay. Yeah. So Red Rhinox... Trap starts, Red Trap starts to go inside, and then Dinobot's like, you're running away like a coward. And then they just keep fighting instead. <laughs> yeah. So Rhinox is all, oh, Christ. <laughs> and he has to go out himself with the chain guns, producing a gigantic pile of casings. Yes. Again, this is just this this whole episode embraces the humor. 
The side dance. He's, he's ankle deep in brass casings. It's yes. great. Anyway, the the attack is courtesy of the Flyers, uh, Waspmater, Pterosaur, and now Inferno, who has joined the trio. Yes! But they're not really a big part of this, because the real threat here is Tarantulas, who has brought some sort of crazy weapon with him. Yeah, well, it's Tarantulas, it's what he does. It's a super creepy weapon, which we'll get into in a moment. So he, he fires it, it just, well, I guess, Dinobot ducks, and it hits... Rhinox square in the face, and it's kind of like a face hugger from Aliens with a plunger on it. Yes, it is. It is pretty of, much a face hugger, yeah. and yeah. it's full of fruit punch or something. That and it pours this liquid down Rhinox's throat. I mean, I'm not going to use any upsetting language, but I will just invite our listeners to recall the whole. The, the thematic elements of aliens and the face huggers and yeah. tarantulas yeah. is creepy. Yes. No, it's on one hand, it's it's creepy as hell. It certainly invokes aliens. It's totally in character for tarantulas to do that, but I'm going to give him credit here. It's a virus. Yeah. Yeah. So it just shoves it down his throat to get deeper into his systems. Yes. It's like literally a bacteria. Bacteriophage oh, that, virus. That's that what totally it's modeled on. Bacteriophage. I never thought of that, but it totally is. Hmm? I just thought of that while we were recording. I didn't make that connection for 20 years, but oh, props to the prop designer. Kinda, but it, it has like five legs instead of the, the creepy bacteria thing that looks like an alien life form, but is actually just a bacteria. Yep. And also, uh, so yeah, Dinobot shoots, you know, he, he blasts Tarantulas away with his eye beams. <laughs> And then they pull this thing off, which is a terrible idea. Because, I mean, do you guys not remember that cyber bee that exploded once you... That not only exploded, but also terminated his life signs once you pulled it off? Yeah. No, they they just yank this thing off like it's a burr. (laughs) So, yeah, they load load Ronix into the CR chamber. They run the diagnostic. And it's, yeah, it's a virus, and it causes him to spontaneously discharge energy... Uh, which in this case means he sneezes energon blasts. Yep. Yeah. Explosive sneezes that blow the walls off the CR chamber, and then he starts sneezing Godzilla rays. Yeah. Yes. And then he and gets projectile energon hiccups. Yeah. One of which takes out Waspinator from a distance as he's retreating. Pterosaur. Yeah, sorry, Pterosaur. You can tell it's not Waspinator because he's not completely destroyed. No. Yeah. <laughs> His tail's just singed. Yes. Also, also, if we can go back a second, hmm? what is with the new entrance to the Axelon in this episode? Yeah, it's it's a side back entrance, I guess. The butt end. Yeah. Did they like add a door to cover up the thing that got blown open in the last episode, or maybe? Hey, maybe. Maybe. Maybe that's just the side of the ship we don't see. Yeah, because we usually just see the front end entrance. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, so this this is bad and. They've got to fix it. And I credit to Richard Newman, this is some really good cold acting. It sounds like he may have actually had a cold. Yeah, it's yeah. very good stuffy nose. And the Rhinox model is selling it because every time he hiccups or coughs, his head stretches and squashes. <laughs> it's it's definitely a very slapsticky episode above and oh, beyond yes. just, you know, that. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's it's... It's Looney Tunes at this point. It's it's like a one of the weirder reboot episodes. 
Yeah. yeah. It's like they just give in to the comedy. This entire episode is Looney Tunes as all hell. Yes. Yeah. And it's about to get slapstickier because they've decided that they're going to send Rat Trap and uh, Dinobot to fix their mess. Yes. <laughs> Which, Primal basically oh. thinks that either they'll kill each other or they'll bang, and either way things will get worked out. And, he, and I, no, Cheetor may be the smartest character in this episode because he's all... I know! Optimus Primal, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah. And then like, he's also like, we should get the guy who's blasting holes in the base out of the base. Yes, it's like... Yeah! This this episode, Cheetor is the genius of the episode. <laughs> no, and nobody's listening to him because Dinobot and Rattrap just keep bickering. Rhinox has his own issues. And Primal is done with this shit. It's like, no, you two out of here. I can't deal with this. He's so fed up with everything. And then Cheetor is like, and they call me the immature one talking about Rat Trap and Dinobots. Yes. Yep. It's a weird backward, backwards episode. I, I really felt that there was a lot of, a lot of tension there, if you know what I mean. Yes. Things are boiled. Yeah. I find that in everything because that's part of that is literally my job. Yeah, but, but the problem is that this is tension between Scott McNeil and also Scott McNeil. <laughs> I was going to say, is this the rare example of masturbatory tension? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think so. Uh, well, if they'd found Waspinator and started messing with him, but instead, they're tracing, chasing after Tarantulas. And Tarantulas is, is a total goofball in this episode. Yeah. Oh, and wait. And he's the roadrunner in this episode. They find him. When they find him, he's, when he, like, runs off, it's just this great, like, there's a silly sound effect. Oh, wait, wait. There, there's one thing that confused the crap out of me right before that. Dinobot is sniffing around trying to find Tarantulas, and he's saying he found a fetid, horrible, disgusting, putrid smell, and Rattrap complains, hey, I just had a Limburger sandwich for lunch. <laughs> Let's unpack that. Okay, we know we know Rad Trap eats things. He eats gray apples. He eats weird stuff. Okay, that's fine. That's bizarre enough to begin with. Limburger, Limburger cheese. How in the hell did he get Limburger cheese on this strange alien planet, which is ancient Earth? Okay, so he had to find a cow. Milk cow. Milk. Well, not necessarily a cow. cow. It could have just been a mammal. It could have. Yeah. They have it could be gorilla cow. milk. It could have been like a goat or something. Something that's wait. okay with being milked by a robot. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, so if it is one of the other Maximals, it has to be one that has a female form. They're milking Tigatron. <laughs> so they milk Tigatron to make Limburger cheese. Look, if Air Razor can know about grunge and its relative position on the current <laughs> is something that might be in a computer or or that Rat Trap told her about. Limburger cheese. Maybe physical they have, food. Like, food replicators, like on Next Generation. Yeah. Is Maybe that ever mentioned in it with them? No. no, he just goes up there and says, Limburger sandwich, moldy. <laughs> <laughs> If that had come up somewhere else, yes, maybe, but it, is he mad? Like, is that where the gray apples are coming from? No, they, they're... Pretty- don't forget, that also means they're getting bread from somewhere. Yes! Uh. <laughs> bread is easier to make than... We have they're they're harvesting wheat, and they're grinding it, and then they're probably leavening it with yeast, and... 
I, well, I am made it on a flatbread. I'm yeah. overthinking a throwaway joke, but it's still a really weird joke in the context. I think they've just got to have a food replicator. It's nothing else makes sense. Yeah. Either that, or they've had food laying around for months in an old cabinet that Rat Trap just found and assumed it was Limburger cheese because it smelled horrible. As we will learn soon, they do. They can, as an option, eat to generate energy in beast mode. Yes. Anyway, Dinobot says, no, I've been smelling you for the past hour. I smelled something different. It's Tarantulas. And then they go after Tarantulas, who is the frickin' Roadrunner? Oh, well, I bet he has been He's constantly getting him. caught. Yes. Yeah. I bet he has been smelling him for the last hour. Gross. But yeah, Tarantulas just crawls out from behind a rock. They see him, and he, he doesn't his little legs are pedaling, and then he just zips away. He does this ridiculous, and there's this ridiculous sound effect to go with it. He gets to the edge of the cliff, and then does a double take, and then jumps down. <laughs> yes. And uh, they follow him. They fall into a hole. Uh, they don't after just fall, pausing. They don't. Yeah. They don't just fall into a hole. The trap door they're on opens, and then they hover in air for about two seconds before dropping. Because yes. this episode is a Looney Tunes cartoon now. Yes. 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 And of course, it's not just a hole, it's a hole with a wacky slide. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I was wrong about the Roadrunner part. Tarantulas is Wiley Coyote. <laughs> Why yeah. does he have this really long, fun slide? He has a fun slide. Well, how else would you get into your secret underground lair? Uh, I guess. Listen, can't you just see Tarantulas sliding along that thing yelling, Wee? Yeah. No, he wouldn't yell wee wee wee. <laughs> cackling the whole time. And again, yeah, speaking of Alec Willow's creepy cackling, did he actually have any lines in this episode? I don't remember any. Yes, yes he has a couple. What well, once okay. they get down to the bottom uh, of the Die side. Maximals. Yes. Yeah. All right, yeah. Well, no, he says die minimals. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, first. Yeah. But yeah, uh, and it's Dinobot's sliding down on his shiny metal butt. So and it's he, generating sparks. Yes. Yeah. Uh, his butt's made of flint. And <laughs> how long has Tarantulas been carving out this cave system? It's really long. Not long it's enough a, to take down any of the stalactites. It's a really long slide. Oh. I mean, I guess he's shorter than Dinobot, so he's not hitting his head on those. Or he knows to, you know, just do it on his back like a water slide. Yeah. Yeah, but... uh, Anyway, they get down... They finish their trip into robot hell. (laughs) There's spider lights. (laughs) Yeah, spider lights. Factual robot hell. Tarantulas calls them minimals, which... That's a good joke. There's a big rock that ends up following them on this slide. (laughs) And it smashes into her tarantulas immediately after he makes the minimals joke. Yep. Yes. Just Which is what that joke deserves, tarantulas. <laughs> That's what you get. What you get for bad puns. So he gets squished by this, and they just drag him along with them. Yes. Like, by the legs. In a real also, this rock crumbling looks super weird. Yeah, well, there are weird things. in Like, the, the crumbling... The, the lines that form in the rock aren't how it breaks apart. And how Rat Trap and... Dinobot are hunched over, dragging Tarantulas is a weird animation cycle. Yeah. At least one scene from behind. So back at the uh, back at the Predacon base, they're looking for this uh, for more of this virus because obviously it works. And uh, they find Tarantulas' laboratory, and I think he may be making meth down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what's wrong with him. 
It's just a meth addict. It may just be because I just watched that first season of True Detective, but yeah. Tarantulas is definitely wandering around, you know, the swamps in his underpants with a gas mask and a, and a machete. Oh my god! Also, oh. there are more spider lights in here, and I, yep. I love yeah. the spider lights. Oh, and, so. and is there's a dartboard? Is that a Megatron dartboard? That's a dartboard with Megatron's face. Yeah. Yep. His dino. <laughs> I love that Scorponok searching Tarantulas' lab is just smashing stuff. <laughs> it's pushing everything. Uh... Wrecking everything. You know, we're on a weird alien planet, Scorponok. Glassware. They're not making their own <laughs> glassware. You break it, that's it. You're going to oh, yeah, have to melt some sand. And <laughs> well, they are in an active volcano. Yeah. And, and Scorponok finds a spare waspinator arm just laying around Tarantulas' base. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Like, I mean, obviously they had spare Tarantulas legs in yeah. uh, many episodes back. It, it just makes me wonder if by the end of the series there's enough waspinator parts to build how many extra waspinators? A couple. It's got to be a couple. More ruder armor. Oh, we skipped over a part. I, cause I oh, yeah, we with did. The, with the die maximals. Tarantulas wakes up while uh, dinosaurs Minimals, David. Trap. Minimals. Yeah, but, but when Tarantulas <laughs> well, wakes the... up again, he says die maximals then. Rat Trap and Dinobot are still bickering, but they, in sequence, punch him. Punch tarantulas at the same time while saying "shut up." Yes, they're bickering. Oh, which, so which means while there is they're one both... segment that Scott McNeil had to record twice. Yes. <laughs> and also before this, well, Dinobot and... is talking about what a what a yeah. dishonorable death dying in this <laughs> underground tunnel would be. He grabs one of the flashlight bugs and holds it under his face so he has more dramatic lighting. <laughs> yes. Oh, he also and... talks about Silicon Valhalla. Yes. Oh that, yeah, that's a good gag. And they're calling each good. other a bunch of different names, none of which I actually noted down. Oh, I mean, when Tarantulas attacks them after the boulder, he says, "Playgrounds closed, minimals." Uh, I, yeah, at least so no they're... one was eater of garbage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they're bickering, and Tarantulas wakes up, and he's die maximals. They both go shut up and punch him in unison. So good. And it's... It was really good. And then it cuts really the nice stars and birdie sounds. Yes. Yep. And a spiral hypnosis effect going on the screen, showing yeah. the Tarantulas' point of view. Yes, and it's actually a really neat scene shift. Yes. Mm. And then meanwhile, back at the, back at the Maximal base, Chudor has a good idea again. Yes. <laughs> what? It's like, they disappeared from radar. Maybe we should call uh, Tigatron an air razor. They maybe they should have thought of that earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Yay, they're in this episode. And, uh, yeah, so they're going to head out. Rhinox wants to go, too, but uh, he's not doing so hot. No. So They, no. they really need to put him outside. He yeah, just keeps yeah. punching holes. Well, they, not punching, but belching holes. Earlier, he was on, like, a life support system that was sort of hooked into the base's power, so I guess he couldn't yeah. really go outside. Yeah, yeah. They, they jumper-cabled him to the base's power because he kept expelling so much of his own energy on that yeah. draining the base of power to mm-hmm. save a lot. So, yeah, he's outside, and Primal says, you know, you know, Primal's a good friend, so, you know, stay behind here. Maybe you should eat something. I'll make you some soup. <laughs> here, eat Chekhov's gun that's been growing out here. Get, get your cold compress, maybe some uh, maybe some antihistamine. And then the Rhinox starts eating the beans and eats the and camera. And they're pretty good. Yeah, 
yeah, they suggest that he transforms to beast mode. And this actually, I think, answers a lot of questions that have come up earlier this season. Because there have been other references to eating things. There's been tarantulas eating things. And so, yeah, apparently they do have some sort of digestive processes that they can use as a backup Mm -hmm. to eat that will turn food into energy for them. So, hey, now we know. And knowing is half the battle. Wait, wrong franchise. Beast Wars. <laughs> so, so yes. And I notice he does this twice. When Rhinox goes to change into Rhino mode, he, like, does this thing with his hands. Yeah, he wiggles yeah, his hands first. Wiggling his hands. Yeah. It feels weird to transform while you're losing energy, I guess. He's got to warm him up a little. So, so yeah, apparently these are very tasty Gigantic yeah. beans. Also, they are the musical fruit. Yes. We'll soon learn. <laughs> we actually got a kind of neat sequence back at Tarantulas' lab of a monitor turning on for no apparent reason and showing two little dots that transition into Rat Trap's eyes before showing some of them bickering and then transitioning back to apparently they had a surveillance view of them after the red dots went away. Huh. There there are some really nice scene transitions this episode. Yeah, yeah I mean, this is a well-directed episode. <laughs> yeah. It is the best-crafted fart joke ever. Oh, yes. <laughs> it, it's a bespoke fart joke. Yes. And also, at this point, we also find out that Tarantulas has all the information on his computers encrypted, which is maybe yeah. hinting on what's going to happen at the end of this uh, season. Mm. Kind of neat. Mm. Yeah. And then, hey, it's Bob Forward, so he knows what's going to happen at the end of the season. Yeah. Yep. There, that nice little little touch of meta plot in there. Yeah. So they finally find this uh, antivirus. The Predacons do, and uh, Black Ragnar wants to destroy it, but Megatron knows that uh, you no, know, he's uh, he's got to keep that bargaining chip. What's the bargain? We've done a this bargaining before. chip should always remain in play until the game is over. <laughs> yes. And the then Black- this leads to the best Megatron line of possibly the series, because yes. Black Ragnar asks him, why, why do you always talk to yourself? I simply have a penchant for intelligent conversation. Aww, <laughs> it's, it's another line that I have used in real life. It's really good. Uh, it, it really and does describe Megatron to a T. Yep. Yes. yep. But just as they found this, it's, uh, you know, Scorponok is detected. Those Maximals are getting close. So they yep. open fire. So the Predacons open fire, hit nothing. Okay, oh that scene is hilarious. Because it's, it's all the idiots. A shot of the outside of the door from the side, and it's just hail of gunfire for, like, way too long. <laughs> and over it, the Megatron's yelling, wait until they actually show up. <laughs> They're not smart. So now they do show up, and Dinobot's got Trances as a hostage. Uh, but... That doesn't really, it's not a good tactic to use with Megatron, because he immediately shoots t- Tarantulas. Yeah, Tarantulas yes. is a bad, or beheaded hostage. Yeah. Apparently Megatron only thinks the bargaining ships should remain in play when they're his bargaining ships. Yeah. yeah. So, but this this does serve as a distraction, and it allows Rattrap to disarm the other Predacons. Yeah. By shooting them. Well, yes. shooting the guns out of their hands, except... Well, you can't shoot Megatron's gun out of his his hand because his gun is his hand. But luckily, this uh, this is a fortuitous time for the rest of the Maximals to enter 
is heralded by another Energon sneeze and another Scorponok scream. <laughs> there's, there's a long, that's, there's just a shot of the wall and you just hear, <gasps> Scorponok, maybe you should move, but <laughs> nope. Wait, so also when scorpion? the Maximals enter, Air Razor is posing on Optimus Primal's leg like Leia in the old Star Wars poster. <laughs> yeah, what, what are you oh, doing, God. Air Razor? I... Stop that. Tigatron's right there. I mean, if you're gonna get, kneel on somebody, Tigatron's right there. Just, just kneel on his leg. It's gonna make him jealous. <sighs> but you know, he's not the big hero. No. And also, how did they know where this lab was? They couldn't find. No, they couldn't read their signs underground. It, uh, who knows? It. Uh, there's only a couple minutes left of the episode. We need to get. To okay, the- I can explain I- it. They contacted Tigatron, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I know where Scorpionox base is." Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, I've been there before. To follow the little bugs with lights. Yes. Anyway, now Rattrap just casually strolls through Megatron's legs and <laughs> greets Optimus Primal, alias Scrape Ape. I, I think he might goose Megatron, because Megatron has a weird reaction when Rattrap's walking yeah. his leg. <laughs> but hey, Megatron's got that uh, countervirus, and he's going to squoosh it in his T-Rex head, so... What can the Maximals do? Well, wild bean vines. Hard to digest. <laughs> Have you used that line in real life? Sadly, no. Oh, Megatron <laughs> made this happen to himself, too, because he's the one who orders the Maximals to all go into beast mode. Yes, yeah. so yep. Rhinox turns into beast mode after doing his little hand wiggle again. And he says that line, and then he starts to turn around. Yeah, and it's and just, get, like, why are you t- turning your back to me? Yes, get, it's oh, yes. slow, drawn out. Yeah, Megatron says, don't turn your back on me. And, and it's just... And we, uh, get, we get this like, awesome reverse point of view shot, like out of the back of Rhinox's head, showing his tail and his ass slowly coming into alignment with all of the Predacons. Yeah, before this, we also get what is, I believe, the first and only on-screen depiction of Transformer Anus. Yeah, (laughs) full-on Rhino Anus. Only for a quick shot. I mean, say what you will about those Michael Bay movies, but we're like 12 hours of of Michael Bay Transformer movies in. Not a single Transformer Anus. Yeah, th- there's a lot of dick jokes, no actual fart joke. That's... We've, seen tr- we've seen Transformer dicks, we've seen Transformer testicles. We have yes. yet to see Transformer anus. But, but, They're saving that for Transformers 5, Planet of the Earth. The, the sequence, the whole, this whole sequence of Rhinox turning his anus towards Megatron, raising his tail le- like a sight on a gun, aiming... See, at- I don't think it's that the tail is... He's, I don't think he's raising the tail, I think it's being blown upwards... By the force of the gas. <laughs> but it comes up before the... It, it, it yeah, hits. I mean, I I have ferrets, and that is something that they tend to do when when they're getting ready to do their business. Their tails go up. So I, I think that was probably a, a thing that some animals do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He should tail. be grateful that he doesn't turn into a hippopotamus. Because <laughs> hippopotami will actually use their tails as a propeller to create a whirlwind of feces to mark the territory. Oh, oh, just just the shot, the the wonderful, horrible shot of Megatron's center 
Rhinox's butt and, and all the other Predacons are trying to take steps away, but they cannot step away far enough. And Megatron <laughs> says, last radius. oh no, not that. <laughs> and he, he realizes what's happening, and this fart is visible from space. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. It cuts to, like, a global view. <laughs> and there's a mushroom cloud from the fart that takes up, like, a continent and not one of the small ones. <laughs> yeah. It's, <laughs> this is like an Asia-sized fart. It's Mount Pinatubo. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. This may have actually been what killed the dinosaurs on This Isn't Earth. <laughs> An extinction level event. Oh yes. Emphasis uh, on the stink. The, <laughs> oh. Uh, oh. See, yeah. the Predacons are just gone, and yeah. Primal is, you know, not thrilled about this. He's waving away some blue gas here, but well, that did it. <laughs> so they get the counter virus. Yeah, um, yeah, Primal's all, let's get the hell out of here. And Rattrap's, hey, 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 we gotta get the counter virus. That's yeah, Primal's just gonna leave without it. He, yeah. Primal is done with this episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was done halfway through the episode. It's like, are we at the finale yet? And, I am ready I, to go. I think I, I mentioned it before, but, but I'll bring it up one more time that, that I used to get up and watch this. I was like freshman in college. Uh, but I was I was still at home because I was a freshman in community college, not worth going into. Uh, but my my younger sister was in high school and she had the attitude of a of a high schooler, and so I was up watching Beast Wars one morning and she had like stayed home sick and she got up just in time to watch that scene. <laughs> that was the first of Beast Wars she had seen at all. And she gave me this look like, this is what you're getting up every morning to watch. <laughs> and just went back downstairs. Nope. Nope out of there. Uh, yeah, Maximals, they get back to the base. They're fixing it up. Rattrap is wearing an adorable hard hat for some reason. Yeah. And oh, Rhinox- yeah, the hard hat is almost as good as Rhinox wearing the countermeasures like a beer helmet. <laughs> yeah, yes. he's, got little, he's got little... St- like, uh, swirly straws, curly straws down both sides, which I think could probably go on the curly straw page of the wiki, uh, <laughs> which there is. And, uh, he's, he's drinking it out of a hat. It's a beer hat. Yeah. Did tarantulas design it this way? I can't see tarantulas wearing hats. No, I, I think they just had to jerry rig it and they didn't want to face hugger him again. Cause that's kind of gross. Yeah. yeah. My throat's still sore from the last time, guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness, there is a curly straw page. I did not know that. <laughs> the wiki is so magical. <laughs> but, of course, Raptor and Dinobot still going at it. Yeah. Um, not in that way. It's still bickering. I mean, seriously, though, I, I, as I have mentioned before, I am a professional editor for a gay romance publisher, and I have had stories that I've worked on that have had characters who have that sort of, you know, we're going to fight until we start making out dynamic going on, and that's really what this reminded me of. Yeah, the... Although with these two, if they started making out, it would probably be in that aggressive kind of, I'm going to prove I'm better at making out than you kind of way. Yeah, Yeah, I've I've seen stories that have had characters like that. 
Yeah. And meanwhile, the Predacons are just stuck in a tree. <laughs> also, before before it shows the Predacons stuck in the tree, <laughs> like, no, I I forgot to note which one it was. I guess it was one of them. <laughs> Something like, like, could have been worse, they say, as, as the camera just shows Rhinox's robot mode butt. Oh, oh yeah, it's because he still has a cold and he sneezes... So hard that he like falls out of his chair and spins multiple times and his head deforms. Yes. Yeah. yes, but it doesn't have a, a doesn't you know, energy anything. discharge and, and one of them goes, Well, it could have been worse and they show yep. him bending over, you know, getting back up from that just right on his butt. Like oh, thanks yeah. guys, I wasn't sure what you meant. <laughs> but yes, and then it cuts to the poor Predacons just hanging out of a tree. And this is the most humiliating defeat of Megatron's career. Because of Rhinox. Yet again, Rhinox is screwing with Megatron. One of these days, I'm going to have to turn that guy evil and make him into a tame. They're they're stuck in a tree upside down and nowhere near where they were. They've been blown across a continent altogether, though. And 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 Waspinator's bits of him fall off, and then he just falls out of the tree and bounces. Yep. Episode is so good it almost makes me angry. And it irises out like a Looney Tunes uh, cartoon too. It it's. Wow. (laughs) It is the perfect slapstick cartoon episode. Yes, I. I'd remembered this episode right and wrong. I'd remembered it was a horribly long setup for a fart joke, but I'd forgot it was a good horribly long setup for a fart joke. (laughs) I pretty much confused this with Dark Voyage, because, wow, Dark Voyage was bad. Somehow in my brain, I had Dark Voyage ending with the fart joke in my head. Yeah, that's kind of how my brain (laughs) worked. That would be a way better episode. It was like, wow, Dark Voyage is bad. That has to be the one with the fart joke. That one has to be. No, no. The the fart joke is the end of, well, it's a dumb setup for a fart joke, but it's Scott McNeil bickering. It's Megatron being fun. It's, It's as good as you can expect an episode built around a fart joke to be. Yeah. I mean, it is it is genuinely an amusing episode. I laughed more times than I would care to admit. <laughs> yeah, though it, it so totally did make me ship Dinobot and Ratran, <laughs> which is weird. That seems pretty well supported. To me. I mean, I guess there are weirder ships like Magnus and Megatron in the comics right now. Well, there was that great panel from the next issue. By the time this comes out, it'll be the last issue. (laughs) So yeah, the low road, it's it's better than you think. Yeah, (laughs) It's surprisingly good. It's easily skippable, but (laughs) it's amusing. But why would you? Yeah. Yeah. It's 22 minutes. What better things are you going to do in that time? Are you going to watch Dark Voyage? Because you shouldn't. No. No, Honestly, I'd say skip the trigger before skipping this one. Yeah, yeah. It's trigger. Yeah, that's two episodes. Yeah. yeah, well, you could skip the first half of the trigger at least. Yeah. No. Why do you think they called this one the low road? I mean, it seems like there has to be more of a reason than just the part of the episode where Rat Trap and Dinobot are walking along an underground road, dragging tarantulas behind them. But that's the well, only I think I can it's think. really. I mean, just... I assume it's that, and also this is kind of you know. As lowbrow as it gets? Yeah. Basically, yes. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm was... going to take the low road. 
I think it was basically Bob Forward acknowledging that this is a very low humor episode. Okay. I guess because Rhinox <laughs> is, is always sort of easygoing and you sort of associate the, the vague concept of the low road as the easygoing path. Yeah. That's how I always saw it, but you know, knowing that how how proud Bob Ford is of it, I think it was also very much a an acknowledgement of it being the the low humor path towards yeah. writing an episode. Part of me wants to imagine somebody bet him he couldn't get paid to write a fart joke. <laughs> That's possible. Possibly. He had like a side bet with J. Michael Straczynski or something. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Or, oh god, that would be even better if they had a bet over which one of them would get paid to write a episode-long fart joke first. Yes. Sadly, that Babylon 5 episode never got out of development. Yes. <laughs> oh, I could see Babylon 5 trying to pull out, though. Yeah. Yeah, I could see it succeeding, too. Mostly, yeah. The highest honor in some weird alien culture is being farted on. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Garibaldi, for the wonderful welcome. I, welcome for farting on you? I'm just imagining it as a Centauri thing. It'd have to be. I think it's too weird even for them. They're more into the weird sex stuff, not the fart stuff. Well, for some people, those are those two are one and the same. Maybe. Good night, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the, that is the low road. So... Remember, you can uh, follow us on Twitter at, uh, at at StasisPod, on Facebook at Facebook.com slash StasisPod, and on Tumblr at StasisPod.tumblr.com. And, as always, our RSS feed is hosted on IaconUnderground.net. If you prefer to get it otherwise, you can find us on iTunes, and while you're there, rate and review us. And, you know, we'd love to hear from you. We, uh, we Everybody likes getting mail, so... Please write into the uh, the Maxim mailbag. Tell us about that time that you couldn't digest some wild bean vines. So that's at uh, stasispodcast at gmail dot com. Send us your best rat trap Dinobot slash Rick. Okay, you could just send it. You know, care of to to Jen care of Stasis Pod. Yeah, if, if they write in, do we have to do the voices while we read it? Uh, yes. Oh, we would. Uh, I can't do any voices though. I can kind of do some voices. Kind of. You've heard me try. Yeah. Uh, I about it hurt my throat, although my throat is a little raspy right now. And remember, despite the the miraculous curative properties of curly straws, never reach over a bar to try to get one yourself. It never ends well. (laughs) Bad thing. So join us all here next time when somebody dies. Who will it be? What? Will it be your favorite character? No. No, it will not. No. Not this time. No. <laughs> <laughs> we have to wait for that. <laughs> uh, but until then, I'm Rob. I'm Jen. I'm Alex. And I'm David.
Maw of the Jungle, which is it's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, one other thing we might want to edit into that episode, since it's a, maybe a bit short. Mm-hmm. Alternate titles other than The Low Road. In French, it was Le Virus. Uh, In Italian, it was Il Virus. That's kind of weird. In Japanese, it was... Stop, Stop the sneezing. sneezing. Yeah. <laughs> there always have to be exclamation points in Japanese. Oh, I'm sorry. Stop the kushami. Stop the sneezing. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, they did English for stop the, which is huh. In Portuguese, it was, I'm sure I'm going to butcher this, o caminho subterraneo. And in Spanish, it was el subterraneo. The underground ways. Yeah, amazingly, I think the uh, Japanese dub couldn't actually make that one any goofier. Nope. <laughs> I am kind of tempted to watch. I'm sure it could actually, because imagine oh. all of that rat trap stuff except with Pikachu doing it. <laughs> oh, that's true. Um, that might work. I'm not sure if it'll work, but it'll definitely be even weirder. Yes. Right, that's true. Oh my gosh. In a prime example of how flippantly the Japanese dub would break the fourth wall, when Megatron begins listing places to search for tarantulas, he also tells the Predacons to keep watching this TV channel instead of I want that virus. (laughs) Oh, and since Air Razor is male in the Japanese dub, that makes the Leia pose even more awkward. I think we, we probably won't have quite as much to talk about with uh, the low road. We won't have any lengthy G1 recaps. No, it's it's definitely going to be the only episode of the series in which we use the word anus. <laughs> I can, you know. There is on-screen anus in this episode. <laughs> I can't believe it. At least it's animal anus and not robot anus. It's kind of robot I mean, anus. I have to see animal anus all the time. I have a black cat, and he's just like a cat-shaped void with a little pink butthole. No one told me how obvious black cats' buttholes were. I mean, if anybody no needs one... to get a beverage or... No one warned me about this. Or like the cat out or whatevs. We can take a little break now. <laughs>